live from Studio B at the TWRA headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with your hosts, Doug and Jason. All right, hello everybody and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We are now live yes, on this, Facebook. this time we have audio. We have audio. <laughs> we are live on Facebook right now. And right now you're seeing some uh, fishing on the screen. Um, some big catfish that come out of the Duck River. And we're going to talk about some of that today and a bunch of other stuff concerning fishing and, and outdoors in Humphreys County. I want to thank VisitHumphreysCounty.com for their sponsorship of the show this week, their outdoor partnership. And... Um, Thanks to Amy for being our, our, our guest host today, Miss Amy Spencer, Schneider Spencer. We'll get it <laughs> one of these days. Anyway, thanks for her being in. And Mr. Ken Smith, he's our um, guest today talking about the fishing here in Humphreys County. He's our local, local wildlife officer in this area. So, Ken, thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Uh, we had a few technical difficulties on our first segment here, and uh, there was no audio coming through on the That's live. That's what happens when you travel to a barn yep. to do a, a, a show. <laughs> We're on location here at Hurricane Creek Stables in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. If you can't, if you hadn't already seen that on the screen. Uh, watching on Facebook, you see we're we're remote today, not in Studio B. And my guest is much prettier than Mr. Doug Margum. Uh, but anyway, uh, that, that was you, Ken. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to hit uh, some stuff about Hurricane Creek Stables, Hurricane Creek fishing, Duck River fishing, uh, everything happening in Humphreys County. And we think once again, Humphreys visit HumphreysCounty.com. Uh, we're going to give away a, a door prize today or a, a prize online. All you got to do is, is comment, visit Humphreys in the comment section of this show, and we're going to um, give away some stuff. Let me let me rattle off we a few We got a one-night stay at the cabins of Loretta Lynn Ranch. That's right. Go ahead. You want to rattle them off? I'll rattle them off. Rattle. One-hour tour ride with Hurricane Creek Stables right here with the horses that we're in the uh, barn with. We have two passes to the Loretta Lynn Museum. We have a $50 gift card from visithumphreys.com. Good for anywhere. And we, well, no, we've got more. We have the Battle of Johnsonville DVD. Uh, we have two subscriptions to the TWRA TV. And uh, what else to say? 20% yep. discount to the uh, Imperial Lodge in with, downtown Waverly. With that subscription to TWRA TV, it comes with that option okay. in the pro shop. So that's uh, a bonus a bonus thing there. And then and all you got to do is say visit Humphreys County. I feel the same way, buddy. Yes. Okay. Gotta love a mule. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, with that, you get the 20% off. If you want to stay in Humphreys County a little bit longer and, and spend some more time here, that's the way to do it. 20% off. And uh, once again, visit Humphreys in the comment section below the show. And once you get here, you're going to want to spend some more time. Yeah, it's nice. I'm, I'm thinking about staying overnight. I'm sure my wife will like that, though. So um, anyway, today is going to be about fishing. We're talking about fishing and we're talking about Johnsonville State Park. But first, Mr. Ken Smith is here with us. And we're going to hit um, hit that stuff first. So, Ken, you've been with the agency how long now? 29, more than 29 years. More than 29 Going years. Going on 30. All right. And, and uh, Starting to see the retirement at the end. <laughs> oh, it's there. <laughs> at the end of the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel. No, um, working with the agency is great. And, uh, it is. It, it offers a lot of opportunities, and, and uh, especially if you love the outdoors, it's a great job to be in. Oh, man, I, I, you know, I, I have literally, we've all heard that, and a lot of the game wardens that I work with say the same thing. I'm in God's country, but right here in Humphreys County, it is this one man's opinion that we are here. It's beautiful. We've got three rivers, Buffalo, the Duck, the Tennessee River, all here, and I like to fish. I was born a fisherman, and it's right here is where I need to be, and this is where I'll always be. Um, so... 
30 years, almost 30 years, what's uh, what's some of the craziest stuff you've seen out there? Maybe that you can mention on the air. I, let me say, a lot of it I can't mention on the air, but, <laughs> but, but a lot of it is a lot of fun. You know, I meet a lot of good people in this this world, and and, and uh, I enjoy, I got into wildlife because I like to hunt, I like to fish. Uh, I actually like to be on a boat at one time. <laughs> and as you work, it, it becomes a job. <laughs> Amy the, knows what I'm oh, talking about. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, we, we get that a lot on the lake. We work the lake like state troopers do the highway. We have to do the waterways. Well, as, as it becomes a job, it may get a little bit uh, boring. Uh, they don't monotonous. understand. They're recreating and yes. we're working. <laughs> yeah. It's 100 degrees. You all enjoying it. We're in, in uniform. In a uniform, yeah. and it gets tough. But, you know, other than that, it, it, it's been a, it, is, it is a great job for anybody. And I hear a lot of young kids wanting to get in to becoming a wildlife officer. We call mm-hmm. game wardens, but wildlife officers. Hey, where else do you get a kayak, a boat, four-wheeler truck? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and fuel to put in them. And fuel yeah. to put in them, yeah, sure do. Um, so y'all, y'all are on the water a lot, I guess. I, was, I could see you wearing that uniform right there. It would not be very comfortable on the water. <laughs> no, thank goodness. Uh, a few years ago, they actually uh, traded our this this type of uniform in for a boating Thank uniform, you. a polo shirt and shorts. There you go, a little bit Tennis cooler. Tennis shoes, yes. <laughs> a lot, lot, lot better. So when you like to be on a boat, you're fishing, right? Oh, yeah, that's me. If I have a choice, whether it be working on the lake or fishing, I, I'll always take fishing. And it's my wife, you know, she's gotten into the same thing, teaching her how to operate a boat and, and, and do it safely. But now his so. wife. She's the cat fisherman. Yeah, that's oh, what, yeah. Now those pictures you were seeing, that that's, was her. That's Paula. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what is it today? Our anniversary. Okay, make sure you yep. get that in there. Yeah, we're in trouble. We're borrowing Ken, luckily, because it's raining. If not, we'd have had to do this in the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, she had me up at 3 o'clock this morning. We went fishing this morning until it started right. raining. We come in and said, let's go do the wildcast. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Paul. Um, all right, so tell us a little bit about the, the area here and the opportunities as far as fishing. You got, Hurricane like you said, Creek. You got the yeah, Hurricane yeah. Creek's right here, but then you got the duck and the buffalo in, in Tennessee. You mentioned all that. So You know, starting out with the creeks, you know, we get a lot of, of, of comments about Creek fishing, and, and most people when they go creek fishing think smallmouth, and that is the main fish most people like to go after. There are other species in the creek, uh, like here in Loretta Lens at the Dude Ranch, they have trout we stock in the late winter, early spring. Three times a year. Three times a and, year. And I learned yesterday it's number seven of 12 for fly fishing destinations in Tennessee. Didn't know that one. You know, a lot of West Tennessee people don't have an opportunity to go out and trout fish like Correct. they do out east, so right here we're right on the border of West and Middle Tennessee. And we've got all our creeks are spring-fed, so they're cool enough, at least during that time of the year, to maintain these trout populations. And you got to understand they're rocky bottoms. They're not quicksand bottoms like you normally see yeah. on the other side of the river. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the other side of the river, a lot of quicksand, <laughs> yeah. a lot of gumbo. Yes. Uh, but here they're clear, uh, spring-fed, and they're beautiful. A lot of uh, different type of invertebrates and different critters, as I call them out there, not just fish. There's crawfish, there's uh, snails, there's snakes. <laughs> Which, we'll, we'll get the snakes, but the, all those critters turn into food for the fish. Exactly. And the snakes, we're going to say, you do have water-banded yep. snakes here. What, what most people see, uh, they see a, a snake in the creek. They're going to call they it a copperhead. They automatically assume, yeah. Because they do, banded <laughs> water snakes look like copperheads. Well, they do, but most people, oh, gosh, you know, here it comes. It's coming after me. So. Yeah, and they're not. They're harmless. Yeah. Other they're than harmless. You hurt yourself. Don't, don't, please don't kill the snakes. <laughs> yeah. 
the but we we've got so many opportunities in Humphreys County. You got the creek fishing, you got buffalo, the Duck River. We got a lot of canoeing that goes on in the Buffalo River. Not only canoeing, but the fishing, and then the Duck River. For example, my wife uh, has gotten into the, the catfishing and the slime balls. The, the slime balls, exactly. She told me not to call them that, but that's what they are. <laughs> look at the carpet in my boat sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and look at that. I'm showing the fish now that she caught on the duck. That's a huge catfish. Eighty-two pounds, you know, wow. and and blue cats, uh, you know, are, are very prevalent on the Duck River. They're a, a, a catfish of free-flowing, deep, uh, strong current rivers, and mm -hmm. the Duck River's got it. And the uh, most diverse river, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it is the most diverse river, not only for fish, but for mussels, uh, uh, all different types of invertebrates. I believe up around Columbia, did they not stock muskie? A few years ago? I'm not uh, for certain, I don't but yeah, know maybe. They haven't made it down this way yet, but I hope they will. Yeah. Uh, and alligator snapping turtles. And it, know, we've got those here. I hate there to is. say it, but there were some reports, maybe some the Asian carp are moving in there too. But Oh, it's loaded with them. And speaking uh, of that, real quick, I don't know, we didn't mention it earlier, but the 24th of this month, yeah, uh, we'll May 24th. We'll yeah. touch on it at the end. We'll, we'll hit it at the end. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, up at Henry County. Yes, yes. yes. we'll hit it meeting. at the end on, on some current events going on. Sounds yeah, good. You know, and, and i got to say this on the, uh, the Asian carp. This is what I found out on catfishing, particularly on the duck in the Tennessee River. We don't find catfish except where we find Asian carp. Don't know why that is. Really? But that's where I find them. That's one of my things I look for to find fish. Start looking for the carp. Carp, start looking for the carp. Whether they're feeding on them or the water conditions are better than that, I don't know. But it seems like huh. we don't catch unless we find those carp. Hmm. Well, you, you mentioned a few of the features on the, the watershed there. Well, and the earlier and when we didn't have audio, right. we got yeah. talking about the smallmouth yeah. on Hurricane Creek right here. And, and I, I brought up, you know, it is a creek species. They're going to be a little bit smaller than what you'd find on Kentucky yeah. Lake. And what'd you tell me? Well, not necessarily. <laughs> you know, at least here on the the ranch, uh, right below the dam, which we're about two miles, uh, Levi, I guess, is about two miles to the mouth of the Duck River. So a lot of these fish are coming out of the Duck River into the Hurricane Creek, which is full of minnows, crayfish, and everything else. It's food. You want to find a fish species, whatever your target species is, look for what they eat. This creek is full of them. Mm -hmm. And I have on my best day, and this has been a few years ago, I have caught five smallmouth over five pounds out of this creek below the dam. And you said well, earlier the best time of that is in I August? Like, I like late fall okay. uh, before the leaves fall. Uh, top water, light line, fish upstream. So we know where we're coming in August. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hey, Doug, I'm taking over in August. We're going to do we're a live back. show here now. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're we mentioned yeah. before about another technique is a lot of locals will use live-caught crayfish, smaller ones, and put them on a hook mm -hmm. and fish them down into deeper holes. And you'd be really amazed what mm -hmm. you can catch, hmm. gar included, but smallmouth uh, and uh, black we perch. Or what and we talked about some rock bass and some bluegill all in here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, is it easy for people to access these areas? So, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because one thing we, uh, one of the big thunder. questions I get around here is, is, is can I, they think, people think they can fish the creek without asking permission. Mm -hmm. The way this works on our creeks, not the rivers, is that it is private property. You have got to get permission to fish any of the creeks. Ride four wheelers in the creeks, the same thing. You've got to get permission. It is private property. Here on the ranch, they're gracious enough. They have allowed public access. As long as you got a license. Mm -hmm. As long as you got the appropriate licenses, trout take, take a different license. Yes. And of course, if you have any questions, I encourage people to call the office and have those answered for Amy. will answer the phone <laughs> and, and let you know. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, and, and it, there's uh, some other areas that are open to the public on our creeks, particularly around Tennessee River, where the creeks go in to the, the lake. TVA actually owns that; it's public property. So you can All, access there. Yeah, you can access there, and there are a lot of landowners that will act, give you permission. Uh, most of them want you to understand that if you bring it in, litter-wise, take it out. Take it out, uh, and that mm -hmm. is one of the biggest concerns I hear from landowners. They don't mind people in the creeks. Just what take they, your trash out. They don't, don't like it trashed. They don't yeah. like the riffraff and, and yeah. uh, the garbage laid out. Yeah. You know. So, uh, real quick, uh, what's some of your techniques that you think you can, some secrets you can give? What's well, some, some bait tips and, and, and casting tips or whatever? What, what would you suggest? I, I'm no expert by any means, but I can catch a fish. Well, you're catching a big fish, or at least Paul is. Well, Paul is catching <laughs> Let me, and we didn't mention this, we didn't have any auto, and I should this time. On the big catfish, and she's going to hate me for saying this. If you want big catfish, use big baits. <laughs> She's giving him the dirty look. Big baits, okay. And, and a lot of people ask me what bait. And, and whatever is native to that area is your best bait. And as long as it's legally caught, you can use it as bait. Uh, bluegill mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, skipjack is a great bait. The fresher, the better. Uh, and I don't know if you've had pictures of her flathead catfishes. Uh, the there was a few in there, yeah. yeah and, there's and one. The key on those is the fresher the better. Okay. And later this time of year, live bait. Awesome. And, of course, flatheads like rock and they like wood. And they go very shallow in the summertime, a lot shallower than you think. Blue cats, on the other hand, they're deep. Well, you've heard it here first, folks, yeah, the, 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 the tips needed to uh, catch those big catfish on the Duck River. And, and like you said, anywhere, use the bait that – yeah, that the native bait. Native bait, yeah. And what they're feeding on. If you're a bass fisherman, you know this, that certain times of year, bass will, will switch over to crayfish. Or they're eating shad a certain time of year. Same thing on catfish. You need to use what they you, you see them feeding on. Uh, if you can see if what can. they're feeding on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you said earlier, when, before we didn't have audio, the topwater was great on some of these smaller yeah, creeks and stuff. You know, on smallmouth, one of my favorite techniques, and, and, and it's, uh, again, you got to have a good heart for this because topwater will will just scare the It will, it will. <laughs> but uh, go to these creeks. I like to use a six-inch Rapala light line. I'm talking four, six-pound test, mm -hmm. fluorocarbon if possible. Fish upstream uh, and, and keep low, and it's just unbelievable what – like Hurricane Creek here, maybe in, in some areas that are less than three or four foot deep, there's a five foot, uh, five pound smallmouth in there, but they're there. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Well, and Ken, it's a lot of fun to catch. Oh, gosh, oh yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. Ken, thanks for for jumping in here for the second time. Yeah, for the <laughs> second time, and and for interrupting your anniversary day and and being on the show, and we appreciate it. And everybody here at Hurricane Creek Stables and visit Humphreys County appreciate you too, and and uh, all your knowledge on fishing here in the area and thanks for all your service well good i hope Over. to see some more people here buying yeah. appropriate license yeah. yes <laughs> make sure you get that <laughs> license hey uh, amy you mind hitting the the giveaway one more time while i'm switching over to a video yep we've got a uh, one night stay at the cabins of loretta land we have uh two one hour tour rides with the hurricane creek stables two passes to the loretta land museum then we have the 50 dollar gift card to, uh, from visithumphreys.com and it is a visa gift card so it's good anywhere we have the Battle of Johnsonville DVD, two subscriptions to the TWRA TV and member access to the Pro Shop Rewards. Um, let's see. So, and then if you want to stay, uh, we have a, where did I see that? We have a discount on a lodge, Imperial Lodge downtown, 20% discount. Yeah, with that TWRA subscription, you get that 20% yep. discount through the Pro Shop. All right, here's a little bit of video from uh, Johnsonville State Park, and we're going to be hearing from Noah S uh, Sands in a minute.
All right, we're back, folks. Uh, that was a little bit of video from Johnsonville State Park. Some uh, uh, war reenactment stuff going on, and that's pretty cool. We got Mr. Noah Sins in here with us now. He's the state park officer for that area, and appreciate you coming and being with us today. Let's say that one more time. I had your audio down, your mic down. All right, well, uh, thanks for having me today, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're glad you're here. Uh, when we heard you, we're going to be talking with you. I was pretty excited to hear about this state park. It's one that I wasn't really familiar with and haven't been there, so I'm anxious to see what's going on there. But first, let's talk a little bit about what, uh, what got you into this line of work. You've been with them for almost a year now, is that right? I've been at Johnsonville for, at the end of this month, I'll be there. It'll mark my 12-month anniversary. All right. Um, I just, I took... Get off probation. Yeah, yeah, I'll get off probation. <laughs> yeah. It'll be really nice. Um, there was there's an internship through the Tennessee State Parks, seasonal recreators that they have, and I started doing that about two years ago at Fort Pillow State Historic Park out on the Mississippi River, and fell in love with it. It's a great job. Get to interact with the community. And I did it's a summer. Blast. I did summer interns with parks too. We were talking about that school. A yeah, bit yeah, it's yeah. a great program. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, something I'm not familiar with, and and we'll just shed a little light on it here. Um, as a state park officer, what kind of uh, Training you go through similar to what a lot uh, most law enforcement goes through, like the wildlife sure, agency or sure. tr state mm -hmm. troopers or whatnot. Just at the beginning of this year, I got out of the Tennessee Law Enforcement Training Academy. So okay. most of your uh, city cops and county deputies go through the exact same thing. Uh, TWRA as well. Right. I'll go through Toledo. Yeah, Toledo. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And hey, uh, I just looked down and seen the uh, the DVD. We're going to be giving that away here in just a few minutes. That's uh, from the state park, but. Um, yep. Um, Let's hit some of the some of the topics that you sent in uh, that some you wanted to talk about. What do you uh, want people to know about the park? Well, overall, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess first we'll just give a broad overview. Um, Johnsonville State Historic Park is a it's a smaller park compared to your others, and it's not a resort style park like hotels and restaurants and things like that. But we are open right now. We're closing the park at six through the summer. We're closing um, down at seven, so we don't have campgrounds or anything like that. But it's a historic day use area. Exactly day okay. use area. So we have. You know, a, abundance of history, um, culture, and natural resources as well. We have our museums located just off Highway 70. As you're headed out of um, New Johnsonville toward the Tennessee River, you cross railroad tracks, find our, our museum and, and visitor center, and then about two miles down the road, you can find the actual park where the town of Old Johnsonville, which was the site of a Union supply depot during the Civil War that connected rail. Um, uh, ships would come down the Tennessee River dump off supplies from the north, put them on rail, and ship them east to Nashville and then south and wherever else they wanted. Wow. They needed and the supplies. park was named after Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson, okay. yes, yes. He was the, the military governor at the time who, who wanted the rail to be continued to okay. Johnsonville. That's awesome. correct. Man, there's a lot of history there. There is a lot. And then even after the Civil War, a town it was survived there, and until TVA flooded the, the Tennessee River, they had to move up to what is now New Johnsonville, Tennessee, which is our address. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, I noticed there's a lot of programs available for kids and whatnot. Can sure. you talk a little bit about some of those? Or? Yeah. So jumping in with some of our kid programs, we have our Junior Ranger program. That's a once-a-year program that we do. It's a week long, the first week of June. Um, we're, we're, we're booked up this year. It, it sells out pretty so hot. plan ahead for next yeah, year. Yeah, plan ahead for next year. But then the week after, we have our um, Junior Ranger Cub Camp. So real quick, the Junior Ranger Camp's from 8 to 14 years old. It's okay. kind of where we, we market it. And our Junior Ranger Cub Camp's a two-day camp, and we do that from 5 to 7-year-olds so that we have the younger crowd come in. And this year, we're doing our first try at what we're going to call the Rambler Camp, and we're going to have teenagers come in, and we might try to do some more you know, heavier-hitting jobs that we as park rangers do with our, our resource management, going out, building trail, 
things like that, doing, you know, longer canoe trips and, and stuff. So, but it's a great intro to what a park ranger's job is, um, learning the history of the park, being able to do things like that. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Sounds, hiking. It sounds really, yeah. really that's neat. That's cool. Kind of mm-hmm. like our toys program, I guess, yes. might be similar sure, to sure, that. Sure. But sure. that's really cool. That's really cool. So uh, children's discovery hikes. and Yeah, yeah. That's actually, I'm glad you brought that, that one up. That's, that's on June 2nd. Okay. It's, it's going to be a great event. You know, it's, we're doing it on small uh, a small trail that we have that is around our African-American cemetery loop. So um, go out, and we're gonna, we, have, we have some – we're going to look for wildlife and different things that may be near the trail. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be discovering as we're hiking, stopping, and talking about all of the different um, artifacts that we come across, and we'll be able to, you know, help the the kids learn in that way. So feel free to come out. That one's open to the public, no fees. Uh, you can just come the day of. So. And look, look that up. Looks like you've got some historical and recreational events all year round. Like, do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, reenactments or yeah, anything sure. like that so the video that you guys showed right before i came on that was our november uh, november program our civil war days okay so in november we have the civil war days it's a two-day event um it's a friday and saturday the first weekend of november and we have all kinds of stuff we have our large guns the parrot rifles the big cannons you know we're doing demonstrations with those musket demonstrations marching drill we have um, women dressed out in laundress outfits, and they're they're in what? Tw- no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. They're, they're working. They're 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 showing you how laundry would have been done in the the late 1800s. So hey, I used different. to be a uh, a winch when I worked for State Parks. I had to <laughs> yeah. dress up and, and do, do the story. Yes, stuff. I had to do it. Yeah, oh, that's it was, cool. It was quite that's entertaining. Cool. That yeah. So there's quite a bit, though. Apple butter. Um, we have, we bring out a bald eagle and talk about how there was significance with bald eagles during the American Civil War. But I don't want to give it all away. You need to come out and check it out at the beginning that's, of that's November. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That sounds like a fun trip. And it looks mm-hmm. like you got some summer activities coming up. Yeah, so this summer, we uh, we started it last summer. We have canoes down now at the park. And we don't do them in um, recreational rentals. We, we're a little bit different than the other parks. And we, we want to use it for... Um, different programming and unique experiences with the rangers so we'll take you out on the tennessee river and trace creek which is right there at our park and take a a, a tour it's a it's a ranger-led canoe tour and you learn about paddling you get to see the amazing natural resources i mean you the you get to see the herons the the osprey your hawks your bald eagles i mean you never know what's going to fly over you or be in the water next to you when you're out on these things and then we're also talking about you're you're floating over what would have been rooftops before the TVA flooded the Tennessee oh, River. That's cool. Yeah. And and, and yeah. we kind of show you where the park is today, what it would have looked like during the Civil War, and where the rail lines would have been, and where Nathan Bedford Forrest and his troops fought the Union Army at that Battle of Johnsonville. So people those don't are think big about events. that. No, yeah. they don't. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's there's a lot of information that is you drive by it everywhere you Every- go in this state mm-hmm. and the the rest you know the whole world, but. You know, look on online our Facebook page, Johnsonville State Historic Park, um, Johnsonville State Historic Park. You just Google that and t- under Tennessee State Parks and find these event dates and times because we're going to be doing quite a few of those through the summer. And then our um, Sunset Saturdays is a new one for this this year. Since I told you we're a day use park, mm-hmm. we we kind of wrap up our day before the sunset hits the Tennessee River, and it is a beautiful sight. You look out west and you see the sun setting on that river, and it's shining up in your eyes. You know beautiful oranges and yellows and pinks and purples so we're trying to this summer after memorial day hits 
every Saturday we're going to be closing the park at sunset. So we want people to come out and, and we want to experience it. Yeah. So that so it makes it worthwhile for us keeping it open. Please come out and do that. What's Sounds the, like fun. Yeah, what's mm -hmm. the fishing opportunities on those canoe trips? Can we can they fish when they um, go on those? We we haven't done that yet. Okay, but that's cool. definitely open. And, <laughs> Listen, and we, Jason's Jason's yeah, got ready, fishing on the line. Ready to go. Yeah. Ready. Ken Smith got you fired yeah, got up. Got me fired up. Right? And then I was thinking about access right there. Can people park and, and so access the waters right can, there? You can access the waters there. We don't have any. Um, boat ramps right, for okay. larger boats but you bring a canoe or kayak you're welcome to do so like ken said you bring your proper license, proper for, license you know, yeah. fishing out there on the, the trace creek and tennessee river but yeah you can put in your own canoes kayaks uh fishing all up and down the banks day use right day, day use. We've, we've hit that so just make sure you're you're loading up by the time park closes sure sure and we make our rounds and we let people know that yep. yeah awesome awesome anything else you want to tell us about johnsonville that that might be unique that we haven't covered yet I just, Not to um, put you on the spot or anything, no, but just, you know. It's, it's a good one. We we have a lot of the history and everything. People walk right past it because they're, they're going to the parks for, for natural resources, a lot of time, or recreation mm -hmm. with the history. Um, just this past year, we rededicated a African-American cemetery, cemeteries that nobody would have known that were there until we, we worked in that process of making them visible. So we are, are furthering our work on our cemeteries to respect those that have come before us and lived in that town of old Johnsonville. So That's cool. with that whole process, we want everyone to come out and see that and learn about those who came before them in this area of Humphreys County. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So real quick, um, if they wanted to learn more about this, they can go on State Parks website. Sure. What's the best way? That, that'd be a great way. Okay. Um, Tennessee State Parks, you can find Johnsonville State Historic Park under that, as, as well as the other 55 state parks that are in the right. state. Or yeah. 51, I'm sorry. 51. Um, so you, you are going to go there, and you're going to go to Johnsonville State Historic Park on Facebook. We have we've started okay. working harder on that Facebook cool. page, yeah. and we're trying to – boost our social media oh, so great. we'd love to see we'll try you to on there tag you on that after the show yeah, yeah that'd that be great there. um and then is uh, what's the easiest way to get there say if somebody's traveling down 40 well yeah so if you're up down 40 right to get where we are now exit 143 hit highway 13 north go up to waverly get on 70 west and you if you hit the tennessee river you've gone just a little <laughs> bit too far you can't we're, miss we're it. right there yeah <laughs> okay. there are two turns awesome yep Awesome. All right. Well, Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you being on, and uh, that's good information. Look right. forward to checking that place out. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Amy. Yep. I think uh, that's all quick. our guests, but let's cover some. Yeah, yeah, we need to go over some current events. Uh, the 23rd, we have the Shane Hall Fishing Pier dedication uh, at 10 a.m. at White's Landing in Tiptonville. On the 24th, we have the Sport Fishing Asian Carp Meeting in Paris, 6:30. Okay. Uh, and a reminder with boating season coming up. Uh, with Memorial Day weekend, just check to make sure you got a current boat registration. You got a wearable life jacket that's Coast Guard approved mm -hmm. for everyone in the boat. Uh, children 12 and under must wear one at all times. Right. And check your fire extinguisher. That was one of the most common things um, that you know you run into as an officer fire extinguishers that uh, you know either. <laughs> You gotta have them. You gotta have them, but yeah. actually, you know what you'd run into is one that was, you know, it's not discharged, but it's not good anymore yeah, at the not, same time. Yeah, they leak yeah. or whatever. They, they lose yes, charge. yes, yes. So check, you know, check. Most of them have a gauge, and you can check to see if they're they're ready to go or not. And a lot of people will get questions on Facebook a lot that, hey, what uh, what do I need for this or what do I need for that or how do I do I have to have a life jacket? Do I have to have this? There's a checklist under you go to tnwildlife.org, choose boating at the top of the page. It drops down. There's a few choices there. You can click more info. And there's a, a cheat sheet. Yeah, what you need for, for you your length of boat. What, yep, for your boat. Yep. Mm -hmm. So 
TNWildlife.org is a great resource to stay connected and figure out. And let's go ahead and bring up, if you're kayaking like some of these rivers run here, make sure you have a life jacket. Mm Mm-hmm. And put one on those kids. Put yes, just, yes. That was one of the automatic. things that really bothered me as an officer because I've seen what can go wrong when a child is not in a life jacket. Right. So put your kid in a life jacket. Well, uh, spring turkey is gone, but spring squirrel is happening now. And um, uh, June, let's see, what is it? June 9th is free fishing day. It is. It's coming up. That's coming up pretty soon. Uh, fishing and boating is in full swing right now, or just getting started. Don't forget the giveaways that we're going to be uh, doing at the end of the show. Uh, and we may let it run through the weekend. Uh, get the get your little comment. Visit Humphreys in the comment section, and um, and we'll make sure uh, we'll draw a winner for that. Seems like there's something else coming in. What is it? The cart. Yeah, meeting. I brought it up. Brought yeah, it up. We cart mentioned meeting. it. Twenty fourth. Let's make sure uh, this coming next Thursday, May twenty fourth. May twenty fourth, six thirty p.m. Six thirty at the Enoch Building, I believe at it the is. Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come and uh, and hear, listen. Hear what we've been doing for the last what, yeah. 15 years. Everyone thinks we've waited too long. We've not done anything. We have been working on things. Uh, we hear complaints, but come hear what we've been doing. Yeah, and uh, go to our website, tmwildlife.org. I keep saying that, but tmwildlife.org. You can scroll find down. the answers to your questions. Yeah, there's a silver cart button or an Asian cart button right there, and it's going to go to the check out the history of what we've been doing on yes. those fish. So um, I think that's a wrap. Hey, this show had audio. It did. <laughs> Try number one, uh, no audio. That's so. what happens when you travel. And that's what happens when you're live. You never know what's going to happen you next. You never know. Well, it was great to be here at Hurricane Creek Stables in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee on Loretta Lynn's Ranch. Visit Humphreys.com. Even though it's raining, it's been glad we had some dry area. And yeah, visit HumphreysCounty.com. Uh, visit state parks. Visit us, TNWildlife.org. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Yep. So we'll see y'all next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.